Welcome to All of Us Legacy Podcast. Welcome to our second interview with an angel dad. For this interview, we are joined by my co-host, Neil Larson, to discuss his experiences with support following the loss of Lexi. Welcome, Neil. How are we doing, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. We meet again. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. Fortunately or unfortunately, I haven't quite decided yet. <laughs> I'll show you where episodes will last. What's the side from <laughs> yeah yeah so I guess pretty much mate just um, talk us through your experiences like the support or lack of or just everything following the loss of Lexi yeah I mean I think I kind of briefly mentioned like, everything that kind of happened on the first episode really like just the the generic build up to you know maybe partner at a time yeah. Tried for years. Um, we all went to the doctors and the whole kind of like, oh, basically, you're overweight, you know, was their excuse for why we couldn't conceive for so long. And then, um, you know, eventually, finally got pregnant, all that sort of stuff. We had my scans, everything was fine until we got to 20 weeks when we found an anomaly. Um, obviously, from there, the anomaly kind of Stayed the same. I had lots of scans afterwards. Uh, the week before she died, the, the anomaly did grow, but it wasn't considered to be big enough or, or, or noticeable enough for them to pay attention to it. But if you think it was 40% increase, yeah, um, on it, and you know, weekly later she died, you know. Um, I mean, what you know, things I'll tell you with regards to the, to the support of it, you know, we, you know, we could talk all day about the generic loss and stuff in the whole start, but it is. The support that we're after, and I mean, the, the, I think the first bit of support that we ever kind of got, I mean, we did something. That, looking back now, I don't think we should have. Is we uh, we actually posted on Facebook that we lost, you know, we lost Lexi. Yeah, I think someone like that probably should have stayed offline. It wasn't really the biggest business, but ours we should have kept it in. But I think a lot of people have been kind of following the progress and helping to be born. And, yeah. That kind of crap and so I had a right to know. Um I mean so we've got a lot of support from friends and family. Um the first people that technically reached out to us was for Lewis. Yeah. Um you know minus obviously the hospital, which I'll come to shortly, but they I was basically outside the hospital staff and stuff like that. But you've got the memory box and I don't know what happened. I don't know how they found out what was going on, but they put a post on their Facebook saying, so you know, that somebody, you know, basically me and my partner um, lost my child and sent a butterfly hugs and kisses to Lexi, you know. Weirdly, um, somebody else, read, you know, when I look back at that post at a later time, somebody else commented on that. Uh, who I'd become good friends with and actually make a podcast with. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I, I still, still that day we show when the first people to contact me outside of it was you. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the memory boxes, you know, I know we touched on that as well in episode one, but the four Lewis memory boxes are fantastic. I know, you know we very much treasured ours. Um, yeah. But the. Uh, <laughs> With a breakup, um, I lost 
army box obviously went to went to the mother. But I did yeah. contact followers, so they did send me a replacement, which I thought was really quite nice of them. Yeah, um, yeah, felt like we had good with stuff like that, though. Yeah, I mean, this is fantastic. I know you've got yours as well, like you've got your memory box for all of them. I mean, I can't really talk for like any of the other sort of memory box uh, charities yeah. out there, like, but I should imagine most would be willing to uh, send out uh, a, a second replacement one in similar oh. circumstances, I should imagine. I'd agree, you know. Um, it's one of those ones, I think, to do something like a memory box. Because it's not something you kind of expect that you kind of need to do. It's it's the last thing on your mind. Let's be fair. Yeah. I guess the same for you. There's so much of that stuff going on your head, and then just out of nowhere. This. Well, I mean, let's face it. Did you know something like that even existed? Didn't have a clue. (laughs) Not a clue. Not me neither. You know, (laughs) why would you? It's just not something you would ever predict. No. Just out of nowhere. Just you know. One of the midwives will come and go, right, we've got this for you. This is, you know, you were getting the blue one. I got the pink one. Um, and it was just, it was it was lovely, you know, just, it was like a little bit of, we understand what you're going through. We've been there. You're not alone. Yeah. You know, here are some little things that might kind of help you through it in a weird way. Like, we know it's not going to help. It's not going to make things better. It's not going to, you know, take the pain away, but it's, yeah. Sort of distract you for a bit, I guess, as well, you know. Um, I think it's it, it's one of them things, or I, I I find personally, um, yeah, is like the whole the memory box stuff, and then the uh, clothing that gets supplied to the hospitals. Yeah, as well. definitely. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, you've got you've got you've got handmade for love of angel babies that's headed by uh, Luann Rimmer, and that's yeah. something she worked on with uh, the former director of DWA, Paul. Yeah, I think I recall, if I'm not mistaken, we dropped some stuff off for for Lewis. For Lewis Lewis. from the handmade stuff, yeah. Yeah, Um, um, But for me, more stuff like that at the initial stage of the loss helps quite significantly, I'd say. You might not feel it at the time, but when you look back, you actually realise that, you know, there was small stuff in place to kind of like soften the the initial sort of blow as such. Yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, us, you know, we took stuff in. Why I don't know. It was clearly it was going to be way too big for her. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. Lexi didn't get much. She got a blanket. Uh, she's just going to be wrapped in a blanket. She got a little hat. Yeah, and that was so cute, man. Like you know, like every photo, because I mean, because obviously your circumstances, the head was a bit dented, as you know you would expect. Yeah, her head wasn't fully developed. She was a she looks human, you know. Like it's not like you know she her head was deformed or anything, but it was small and a fully grown baby. So you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So like you know the hat was the hat was a lovely little touch. Um. You know, like the, the little pink blanket, which I'm assuming Rachel, no, 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 I think she was actually cremated with that. Um, yeah. Keep her warm, I guess. Aye. Um, you know, it was just like little things like that. It was such a big help. Um, I mean, again, if we were to go, to go back, I don't know how do I like with you, Warren, but um, you guys were at Sunderland, weren't you? 
Uh, Sunderland Royal. Yeah. Uh, we were at the QE and Gateshead initially. Yeah. But through some sort of negligence on their part, um, they'd missed quite a lot of the warning signs for the preeclampsia. Yeah. Um, and then we'd ended up at uh, Sunderland Royal. Uh, but, like, obviously at that point it was a bit late. But it was yeah. there where we got the uh, for Louis stuff. And mm. They had, like... The midwives there were absolutely cracking. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? I mean, we um, we were at MSEC Covington throughout yeah. the entire time. Um, and yeah, I mean, the hospital people couldn't have been more helpful if they tried. It's, it, it's weird, though, because it shouldn't be a postcode lottery we care. And no, like, from, I mean, from all the people we've spoken to over the last few years, it definitely is. Oh, well, I'm truly... I mean, yeah, somewhere that's just, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, Cromlingham was good. Yeah. It wasn't brilliant. Could it be better? Yes, a million times better. You know, like, um, I mean, to look after, to do look after you, that great reason was fantastic. You know, to make sure, you know, Rachel will put her order in, like, for food and stuff like that. She would have to, you know, to make sure she ate. Yeah. But, Technically, as I'm not a patient there, I'm just there's support. I'm not entitled to anything. That, that's kind of how this apparently works, which is rubbish. Oh, I mean, yes, I'm not giving birth, but I'm still. See, there. I was the complete opposite with Sunderland Royal. They set me a bed up in the room. I stayed there for yeah. two weeks, and the feathers. Yeah, no, they did to me. Don't get me wrong, they did to me as well. Um, uh, they had a um, was a sofa. Which pulled it out into a double bed, really comfy. Um, yeah. You know, when, when the um, food cart lady came by, um, she'd ask, like, she'd say, Right, I've got this, 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 and this. What would you like? You know, I wasn't able to order from the menu, but I was always given something. Yeah. I was given breakfast in the morning. Um, so it was fantastic. You know, they put us in there, but I don't know what it was like for you guys, but. I don't know. All I remember, all I remember, is Sunderland Royal did an absolutely amazing Sunday oh. dinner on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, what did we have? Like, I remember the probably uh, did a great uh, sticky toffee pudding. It was fantastic. Every day they had that. I was like, yeah, come on that. Every day, you know, it became a bit of a running joke, you know. And, I mean, it was fantastic. I mean. Funny one, but were you on the birthing street with everybody else, or did you have your own private area? Or um, well, we we had a private room on both. Mm. Well, in, she was in three separate rooms. Uh, right, the initial yeah. room that she was there, which got there, was private. The yeah. one that they moved her onto when she deteriorated, that was private. Yeah. Um, and then the one after we'd lost Oliver, that was private as well. Yeah, I mean. For us, obviously, you know, like I think everybody, it's a private room. Um, but we were on the Burton Suite. You know, yeah. We're just we're in the corner. But, you know, all through the night, the, um, you would hear other women come in. And you'd hear all screaming, the pushing. And then you'd hear the baby cry at the end, you know? And yeah. That was difficult because you knew, like, you knew you'd hear part of that, but you knew the last part you would never hear. Yeah. Uh, when, it, when it was finally our turn, but 
we were there for you know three and a bit days before Lexi was born. And, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know they were they were great. The staff were fantastic. You know I can't I can never thank them enough. Um, you know certain people you know which I'll mention a moment like they were great, but there's always one that sticks out to me. So <clears throat> obviously at the time when you're pregnant, you know you stop smoking. That's just what you do. Everybody tries to stop for the health of the baby, for the themselves, etc., etc. When Lexi died, we obviously started smoking again because, well, we need something to get out of stress. Yeah. You, you know, you just take anything that you can. So, the kind of, we said, look, you know, we are going to be smoking, what's the routine? They said, well, normally it would say walk through the birth and sweet corn to be the dog because it's kind of a, certainly a circle, so I would say. But for yourselves, let one of us know and we'll take you to the back so you don't need to go through the birth of the suite. It's, you know, have to put up with that every time, which was fantastic. Um, apparently, one of the nurses, though, didn't get that memo. <laughs> um, so I think it was the second day we said, look, you know, we're going to go for a cigarette and they let us through. And bless her, this little blonde lass is like, no, sorry, can't let you through there. It's like emergency care only. And I mean, we could have kicked off a storm. We, we really could have. We're like, you know what? No, it's fine. We'll walk through. We walked through, read for a cigarette, came back. And the look on that lass's face when we came back, she could not have been more apologetic. She's like, I am so sorry. I didn't know. I thought it was something else. Like, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. If you've had to go there again, please let me know. I'll be there. And, We'll let you in and out, don't worry. And I was like, oh, bless you, Pet, don't worry about it. You know, like, it was a mistake. Anything could happen. We're not, you know, we're not there to berate them anything like that. They all did just such a great job. You know, yeah. Fantastic. Um, like, I don't know I've got Dr. Stanner for me. Did you have any that stood out to you? Or? Yeah, the, there was one midwife uh, literally changed her entire shift pattern. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, ch- changed her entire shift pattern to do with us. So yeah, it's, uh, I think it's... So she, didn't, she ended up doing a double shift because she changed her shift pattern. So yeah, it's, uh, that's where, you know, there's a lot of people slate the NHS. Uh, the NHS is, a, I guess, is an organisation. Might yeah. not false, but the people who are in it, hearts of gold. You know, we had, uh, you know, there's three that stick out to me, full stop, uh, you got the one who delivered Lexi. Uh, she was amazing. Uh, you know, I'll be honest, the first time I went, I thought she was quite hard paced. And I really did. I was like, oh, she's going to be, you know, a bit, bit, uh, bit funny to, to work with, you know. But she was the sweetest lass, you know, I'll ever, you know, ever come across. Yeah. Um, somebody I mentioned by name uh, was somebody called Naira. She didn't really look after us when we were given birth, but she, you know, like beforehand. But the day Lexi was born, she, you know, she came and she checked us, checked up on her all the time. Um, when we were ready to take Lexi down, she stood up all. She said, "Look, you know, I'll go down with that and make sure she's okay." She, you know, she's trapped with the, you know, the most utmost respect. And you know, she came back like Raj told us, she's uh, because she was in the cuddle car. Normal, I guess I don't use the word box, but I guess box. Yeah. 
that I put you know the child in was too was too small. So um, she says, so basically she had me taken out and things like that, moved around. But she says I I literally followed them down to the morgue until she was placed properly as she should be with a bear with everything. Yeah. Until I knew she was right. Then I came back. And it's those little touches that make a difference, you know. Um, Jenny as well, she was the other one that we dealt with really quite a lot. And she was brilliant. She, you know, she was the first midwife that we spoke to. Yeah. And she, you know, she ran through everything. She gave us all this, you know, what was going on. You know, she says, this is what's going to happen. She was so you know, open for questions. She was sweet. She was lovely. Um, but, you know, it was little things like that. <laughs> what I always remember was the, um, you know, about the, uh, what was the, I guess the one that comes around when anybody dies. You know, about that was like the, not the coroner, but what are they called? The, uh, like the chaplain. Not the chaplain, so she's the one yeah. like she registers the death sort of thing. Oh, like, yeah, the, the registrar. Kind of thing, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like the hospital one, not the main one, I'll give you the certificate, like. Aye. So, okay, actually, quick question for you as well. So, did you get a birth certificate and a death certificate for that? Well, I because the whole 19 hour thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, so we got a. It was like a day, it, it was like a day, a full yeah. day apart, wasn't it? So, yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's because you, so you would have, yeah, we got a, we got a still birth certificate um, from the woman who married us, which was really weird. Yeah, yeah, that, that, is, really, that, really weird. that is very weird. Um, it's just like, I recognise you too. Did I marry you? I was like, oh yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> um, there, was a, there, was a, there was a lovely girl there called Cara. Um, let's get to the hospital administrator who goes around with her, you know, dealing with the death of people and stuff like that. She, yeah. How was about her first word? She comes in and she says, hi. I'm the person that nobody ever wants to meet in this hospital. <laughs> I don't know what it was. We just hit it off from there because it's like, yeah, probably, but yeah, you look happy, you look lovely, so let's have a chat. Um, well, Cara is a special person. She, um, you know, she came and she taught us about Lexi stuff like that, got a lot of stuff done, and she, you know, she had a look, said she was lovely, yeah, did her, did her job, really, yeah, and then she left, so that was the end of it, that's also we thought. So we stayed overnight that night, the night that uh, Lexi was born. We're just, we weren't ready to leave yet. So we're just going to stay another night. Yeah, let's just collect with thoughts before yeah. we leave. So it's, have a sleep, go to bed, etc., etc. Next day rolls around. Half eight, we're like, right, come on, let's start pulling ourselves around. Let's start back and let's get ready to go. And we'll go out for a sig, as we do. And as we're leaving this, car has run after us. Don't go. I, I need to see you before you go. Where, where are you going? Like, just be smoking. We'll just be out there. You know, she's like, right. I'll see you in a minute. Don't leave. Okay. So what's going on here? So we're sitting outside. Again, if I add, this is the middle of winter. This is like December. Yeah. Uh, this is December 21st at this point, I believe. And um, she comes running out. She goes, I've got you a little present. I'm not sure about it, but like I hope you don't get offended by it. But I've got you something, you know. Can I come up and see you? 
yeah, okay. Maybe we are wired by this a present. So <laughs> we goes back, you know, getting packed up and twenty minutes later, so knock on the door, he comes his car. And she bought this little angel. Um the reason thought she thought it could be offensive is because they said we're both devout atheists. Um and it happened, uh, but it had like okay. so it was like, oh okay. It's just, you know, but we had to associate angels with that. It was nice, it was like a little tree ornament. But it had Lexi in the star. This is I was shopping last night and I just seen this. It's a Lexi's quite an unusual name. Yeah. And Cara, when she was younger, was also very unusual. Aye. She said, someone just said I have to buy it. Now, from that date, what she's done is every child who's been born in that hospital has had a knitted angel made for them. Ever since then, Lexi started that's, that. That's cool, man. And it's just like little things like that which help. So I've totally gone off on a tangent, dude. <laughs> I just Mate. realized, like, Mate. totally tangent. It happens. It's fine. So, yeah. So, I mean, after that, um, obviously, yeah, we're cutting down talking about support. So, um, I remember we were in the hospital. We got the booklet from Sands. Um, I'll be honest, as a father, there was nothing. Absolutely nothing for a dad. I think was the, at the time, uh, for us, it was like the page of fat. Yeah, there was, there was a kind of like, it was basically sucking up a deal with it. There was nothing there for a blog. It was all about the mom and stuff like that and what you could do as a mom. And... Yeah. There was nothing, there was nothing, there was. I was, I was lost, I was lost at that time. What do I do? You know, there's nothing here for me. What, what am I about to do? How, yeah. not only do I have to help me, I've got to help my wife as well, what what do I do? What can I do? What in the hell can I do with this? And then, so I started searching, I started researching on Facebook, and I thought, like, well, what can I think of? Well, okay, it's, it's an angel baby, I guess, and that's, you know, I've never heard any of these terms of thoughts. Yeah. You don't know the terms angel babies, rainbow babies. You don't know them. No. Angel parents, there's got to be something to do with angel parents. And I think it was doing like dads who've lost children and child loss for dads. And, and I actually, I think I searched daddies with angels, like something like that. Like I was thinking of any combination I could think of with dads yeah. and a child. And the WA popped up. I was like, ah, oh, well, it's not saying it could be good. Okay, let's, let's, let's try this. Chris joined. Yeah, I think it was the Angel Dads group I joined first. Because uh, I think I got wrong later for not joining the actual group. Um, I joined the Angel Dads group. And I was put in touch with a guy called Paul Scully Sloan. You know, got me a message saying, look, you know, can you just tell me about your angels and what's, what's going on? Just make sure, you know. One thing Paul was very, uh, which I love, was strict about. He had to have a story that was plausible and believable. You know, like... Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't taking any bullshit. He no. not coming. He had just to look at people's face. And there were there were people lying to try yeah. and get him. That's it. You know, I, you know, I told Paul and Grant, I said, "Look, you know, sorry if this is the wrong kind of group. I don't know if I'm right in the right place here, but this is what's happened. I've just lost my daughter. I'm lost. I don't know where to turn. Basically, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn. 
And he said, brother, you're in the right place. Welcome. You know, you, you're coming into this. And, you know, he put an answer on, welcome to Neo. It's a, he's lost his Alexian. Again, somebody else caught Again, I was like, and I said, no, it's him. He's the one that's coming to that one. <laughs> you. And I, you know, yeah. it was quite cool, you know, like this, there was loads of local groups, and that's how we kind of got, you know, got to know each other. And, um, you know, we, see, we just bonded straight away, I think, you know, for, for that meeting. And, but, um, yeah, I mean, the support was great. You know, you would get, you know, a little, a little graphics made for you. I thought that was great. Like, just the, the smallest little thing is a little graphic, but it yeah. shows somebody, like, it's something that you could use to, to your yeah. angel and, Somebody else has taken them as well, even just for a second to make some. Well, I think um, it's like you, you, you've got to remember, like obviously DWA was set up because like it was two thousand and my dates are really, really bad. Eleven, I think. I think you might be right. Yeah, twenty eleven. Um, Seems about right. He ran the same issues. A lot of us have run into from like talking to a lot of people, you know. Um, thankfully, things are getting a lot better. A lot of places are more inclusive now, more willing to yeah. point people in the right direction. That's it. It's about time as well, you know. I think I think DWA has helped a lot with that because you know it's not. If you look at DWA from the outside, they think it's quite small, small little charity. When you see it from the inside, it's the stuff that they do is massive. You know, yeah. There's thousands of members across the globe, which there shouldn't be. I really wish there wasn't. The nice yeah. Um, but you know, you know, the help that you get, if you want pastoral care, there is pastoral care there for you. It's, it's not for me, but the one thing I learned from there, which I thought was great, was again for people like yourself, Dad and Jamie and stuff like that, was like, I've always loved it being a human. Like, I love comedy. Yeah. I love anything funny. And you kind of sit there going, like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to laugh and smile again. Yeah. And then you go to there and you see, like, people posting humorous things. You're like, but you've lost a child. You shouldn't be doing that. What, what's going on? And then you learn, you know what? You can get yourself to your back. Yeah. You can come back and you can, you'll never be the same person, but you can be as close to the old. Well, my, my sense of humor went way dark. Yeah, like a lot yeah. of my sense of humor, I couldn't post anywhere, but yeah, but, dude. Uh, <laughs> I've got quite a dark sense of humor. It's not everybody's taste, but it is what it is. And I wouldn't post most of that stuff anyway because not many people would like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's why we got on so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my sense of humor has always been dark and, uh, from you know, comedy wise, you know, Chubby Brown. Got a, oh, god, yeah. There. Frankie Boyle, um, Freddie Starr, Ken Dodd, even. He was the old school boy. Jimmy Carr stuff was quite dark as well, but that's, very much. That's gone a bit very soft much. now. <laughs> well, um, I think the reason is back in those days, not many people were honest, but Frankie Boyle used to be Jimmy's writer. Yeah. So, no bloody wonder. Um, so, yeah, but it was nice to say I could have it again. And, you know, like, you could rant away, you could rave away, do whatever you wanted. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. You know, that, that's what that's what made DWA. There was that safe space, specifically yeah. for dads. Um, I think obviously from there, you come into me to join the graphics team, among other stuff. 
like we've mentioned before, boxing days and stuff like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I still again, stand like, by. I still stand by that boxing day swim. It was me. <laughs> it was good, but in what ways? But it was not fun. <laughs> no, well, it, not doing it. It was fun. Quit your whinging. Next year. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll do it again. I know you will, and I'll watch you. No, 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 no. When I say, <laughs> when I say I'll do it again, I, that means us. Well, we'll do it for the podcast. There you go. We'll do it like a... We'll have to get a GoPro. Like a GoPro. <laughs> Just do it live. Right, I'm up for that. Okay, we'll do it. But, like, um, budget aside, mate, it'll be a cheap, cheap oh, yeah. knockoff cheap copy podcast. from eBay. Oh, yeah, dude, come on, for, for for the sports camera, mate, I am buying an actual GoPro and putting it in the seat. Actually, I think I've got one, you know, like not a GoPro, but I've got a. Well, I'd, be, that, I'd be that one person that I'd lose it. <laughs> yeah, but well, like, maybe you can visit me nuts for last time. <laughs> you, you mean when I fell over running in? <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, like that, that's what that's what DWA was. It was a community. It was like, it was there. Like I said, when I joined the graphics team, and um, I had to do me, because we're a charity, we got the charity status. I had to do me uh, CRB, I used to call it. Uh, D- yeah, the DBS. DBS. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I got told off from yourself before by saying, dude, you know, like you're not in the main group, don't you? Like, sort yourself out, get in there. You're an admin now. <laughs> you need to be visual, dude. Like, oh, yeah. right. Join. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think, again, it was, it was a great group. Again, let's see, it's not just for that. That was great. There's a dance-only section, which should be there, I think. We need that. Yeah. But you've got the, you know, the community group for everybody. And it's, you know, the graphics are for everyone. Um, yeah. I mean, like, with the, with the way the support groups run there, like, it's not, you know... Some people will argue for peer-to-peer support groups and some people will yeah. argue against them. I mean, not yeah. being biased because, you know, I do a lot in the past for DWA and that, but, like, the whole peer support group structure for me, I think is fantastic. Yeah, totally. Um, You're not talking to somebody who's literally read textbooks. Mm-hmm and studied something and not actually physically gone through it, you're talking to other people that have experienced the very core basic thing you've experienced when they say everybody's got all the different stuff thrown in, different circumstances, but the very core thing is you've still suffered the loss of a child. That's it. You know, it, it does work. It works really well. And, you know, like, I, I, I wouldn't be where I am now without DWA. I have to admit, you know, they did help a lot. Um, they've introduced some great, wonderful people. Um, yeah, like some of them I don't chat to every day. I mean, I chat to you, obviously, a lot. Because yeah. of this, but, you know, people like Dan, who's obviously now the, the lead. I was well, going to Jamie and we, I mean, we only talk every day because I'm not figured out how to block you yet. <laughs> now I've got your WhatsApp now, you're really screwed. Oh, um, <laughs> I didn't think this through, did I? You think you're so lucky? I don't know where you live yet. <laughs> if I do, I could bring milkshakes. <laughs> yeah. But not like. <laughs> yet. 
Um, no, like, you know, like, I, don't, I haven't spoken to Jamie in ages. I'm Dan. Like, a lot of them, but I know if I ever needed them, I'll just have to drop a message and say, look, guys, I'm feeling a bit rough, can you? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Help us out, and, you know, like. Yeah, that was. It's, you know? Yeah, it is. It definitely is. So, yeah, I mean, that was that, you know. One of that group I've got to kind of give a bit of a shout out to is um, it's a local one close to Newcastle um, and the kind of surrounding areas. Um, it's a group called Teardrop. Yeah, I... um, I've heard of them before, but I think they're kind of more local towards my neck of the woods yourself. I might be wrong with that. Um, but reverse with, you know, they hold, they are kind of a, um, an offset of sands in yeah. a way. Uh, but they're the kind of volunteers and they're just absolutely brilliant. You know, they host a group every month, um, different ones in different places. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like two mainly for lost, but they've got rainbow groups as well, like you take your rainbow along. And it's kind of a really good community. And I'll be honest, like when me and the wife split, like they were a lifesaver. Like you know, I'd go there every week, well, every month. They're just, you know, yeah. they, were, they were there and they kind of helped me out. And they also organized the Walk of Light in Northumberlandia, which I will get you to one day because I think you'd love it. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of them things that I've never actually made it to in it, and you've you've spoken about it quite often. I think yeah, I think I mean there's some you know there's pictures on their website if you ever you know do want to check it out the Teardrop website search Teardrop Northumberland or Teardrop Charlotte. Yeah, and they get them straight away, but the walk of light pictures you know they put in such an effort you get some of the mood wives come down and uh, do like last year the red poems and you know, read your child's name out. Well, like everyone, yeah, uh, that you know that you're there for, and you go home with a little keepsake, and it's it's a wonderful thing. And it takes, I actually helped them organize it a bit last year. And watching, watching the go ahead, like you know, you had like Marie, uh, she was there and she was non stop. Steph, Marie's uh, husband, Michael, you know, everybody was they really were chipping in, they were doing it for the not the goodness of their own heart, really. And, yeah. You know, it, it does take a lot to set up. It's a brilliant night. I think that's, that's one of the things, though, isn't it? That is, there's a lot of that sort of stuff popping up all around the country now, which is great yeah, for yeah. people because, well, you know... Well, it's about time, isn't it? Let's be fair. It's about time things like this got recognised. You know, well, each, each, each well. sort of, like, major city seems to have their own sort of, uh, sort of little thing going on. Yeah, a lot of monuments are getting a little pink and blue for that week. Um, yeah. You know, I know pensioners view Newcastle. And it's a thread that it does, but, uh, but yeah, I'll definitely give the Dr. Charles. They were really good, really good support. And if you need them and you are in the area, they're fantastic as well. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think there's. Um, I'm just trying to. And then, because I know there's like. Uh, the, there's one that sticks out of mind, but that's it's nowhere near me. It's down in uh, Plymouth. Where, All right, uh, yeah. Jamie's from, it's uh, Little Things and Co. All right, yeah. They, they have like this memorial garden, um, absolutely beautiful from all the photos that they post. Well, yeah, well, I mean, do you ever have the tree? All right, well, Leanne, who's attached to Little Things and Co's uh, a funeral director. Wow, right, I never knew that. Um, so their, their charity is all tied in with the memorial garden, the funeral director, and the clothing, everything. So that's it. I mean, Lewis, you know, a lot of people. Who've got the channel? I know Lou. I'll be honest, I don't know her personally, um, but I know of Lou. Yeah. Um, 
somebody I will need to contact at some point, I'm sure, while we'll, we'll I'm chatting. They're like a house on fire. But, um, yeah, you need that bit memorial, don't you? Like I say, Andy, in Cramlington Hospital, if you go to the chapel, yeah, there's a big tree. And this tree, it's all bronze. And the leaves are made up of hearts with each child's name on it. Yeah. So Lexi's got one. And all the other friends who've lost, they've got theirs on there as well. Yeah. Um, what I say, when the tree gets fallen, branches fall off. They'll actually email, like, not email, but send you the, the heart, the bronze heart. Um, which I think is quite nice. It's a nice little bit of remembrance for them, you know. Somewhere yeah. you can go. Yeah, it's... Uh... I need to get my butting gear and go along to one of these things. I'll track it here, down. I think. Yeah. Next we'll, next one we'll make an effort. I'll go and collect it on the night time. I'll make sure that you know, all of us got his on there. Yeah. And yeah, we'll make sure it's all sorted, dude. Yeah. I, I promise not to get you into any more uh, like Arctic, Arctic uh, dips. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. You shouldn't. I'm a terrible liar. <laughs> yeah, you see, the thing is, I can see you, dude. And your smile as you say that, you're like, yeah, that, something's going on and I'm not, I'm scared. Nah. <laughs> no idea nah, what you were on about. <laughs> It'll be a pleasure to do it beside you, bud. Aye, uh, definitely. <laughs>